Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money, VSIN, the sports betting network. As we say hi on a Tuesday, got a big show. Brooke Austin going to join. We'll do a bunch of college football. Of course, you got three games coming up tonight you know it feels like we've done liberty we've done jacksonville state we've done law tech we've done middle tennessee state we've done coastal we've done app state we're gonna do them again as college football (laughs) tonight of course we got allergies with mr shaw he's gonna battle through it though as we say hi to the boys of course i'm all shaw dustin sweetelson got playoff baseball houston minnesota coming up in just over an hour series tied at 1-1 their target field in minnesota of course texas and baltimore texas up 2-0 last night you had football right but if you're a sports fan, the baseball was off the charts last night. The Phillies Braves game was freaking unbelievable. Your boy Bryce Harper being a donk on the base paths. And then Arizona, a team that won over 100 games two years ago, all of a sudden one win away from the NLCS 2-0 lead on the Dodgers. Okay, with that, we say hi to the boys. I'm all shot. Dustin Sweetelson, live from the D, downtown Las Vegas. Hi, I'm all. Hey, you mentioned that was football. I don't know if that's exactly what I would call it last night between the Raiders and the Packers. Uh, Jordan Love inconsistent. How about uh, Josh McDaniels once again? foregoing the proper call and they were fortunate enough to be able to hold on in that football game but you're right the baseball was tremendous uh dodgers trying to put a late rally together in the sixth inning couldn't capitalize their backs against the wall now can they win three in a row with the inconsistent starting pitching yep we're gonna get into that absolutely cannot wait plenty to do i've got 14 unbeaten teams in college football gonna get the boys take also kind of midway through the pac-12 season i'm gonna ask for a letter grade from the two of you on these pac-12 teams kind of been a theme on the show as the best conference in football in our estimation so plenty there as we say what's up to the big guy we are of course still buzzing off of our I don't know. I guess the line moved a little bit. Maybe we can get an update right now in real time. October 10th, yesterday, Bill AD stopped by with our $1,000 free roll, free play as far as the Super Bowl futures. And we were shopping for the best number, and we decided over at Circa 40 to 1 on the Baltimore rate. Excuse me. That was Freudian. On the Cincinnati Bengals, it felt like the right number. 
And do we have an update today? I think it moved to 35 to one yesterday. It went to 35, back up to 36, but we it, it happened instantly. We placed that thousand down, and I posted that ticket on Twitter, so people thought it was my money. So uh, trying to deceive some people. Your headset doesn't work, yeah. so we're going to go ahead and just ad- exit stage right. That was a conversation before the show. The big-ass donk didn't finish it during the break, Amal Shaw, so he is in and out. And, you know, that might be that might be the radio-slash-TV go- uh, gods kind of cursing the big guy because he's been flexing so much with his wins ATS-wise. Oh, my gosh. I don't know about your morning conversations, but do you ever start a combo with him without telling you him telling you what he did the night before with his bets? It's unbelievable. You know what? To his credit, he generally may work that in at some point in time, uh, but yep. he doesn't. that's not his lead uh, usually intro, so that's pretty good. <laughs> the reason I'm bringing it up is because he can't defend himself right now. <laughs> and you should see the frustration on his face. The big guy right now is reeling. Um, okay. Do you want to say something? Uh, you have to, fl- if you didn't flip out the headset, you're going to still go in and out. Go ahead, big guy. I mean, I hear me. I hear you guys, but apparently you don't hear. No, me. it's not out. working. Yeah, I don't know right, what yeah. to tell you. Why are you continuing to talk into the same headset? Yesterday, Bill AD sat down. There was a third headset. Simply grab the other headset. There you, there you go. Look at me producing from Los Angeles. It's unbelievable. You mentioned Josh McDaniels. Another baffling fourth quarter yeah. decision, Amal. Okay, so let's talk about this. Such an under last night in the NFL yeah. on Monday Night Football. Uh, we were wrong. I was wrong for sure. I, oh, I, Green I, Bay, I, even was a with loser. all the injuries. Even with all the injuries, but Green Bay had an opportunity to win this game, okay? Uh, But we should have a Jordan Love conversation who started off the year very well and has absolutely struggled. 17-13, 30 points scored, four picks in the game, three Love, one from Garoppolo. Uh, But this was Josh McDaniels. I I don't know how he meets with his team. I don't know how he meets with the owner, who's a freaking weirdo. Uh, But he was bailed out by that Jordan Love pick. Fourth and two, two minutes to go. Okay, Vegas up 17 to 13 on the Green Bay 34. He chooses to attempt a 52 yarder. Okay, he that is so essentially to make it a one score game. He decides to kick a 52 yarder and then turn around and hand the Packers when Carlson misses it, turns around and handles hands the Packers a short field them all down four with a chance to win it. Uh, None of it made any sense, because if you hit the field goal, it's 20 to 13. It's still a one score game with an opportunity with the timeout to go there for the Packers to come back and win it. It was baffling. I, I can't believe the decision. And to be honest with you, I don't even think it was a full two that they needed to go. Jacobs has run the ball effectively. If you give, uh, if you go for it and you make it, the game is over. And I understand if Carlson makes the field goal, you're still up by seven. But Patrick, the way Green Bay had played in that football game, I had a strong feeling that Matt LaFleur, if they scored with under about 20 seconds remaining, was going to go for the win and go for two. It didn't seem like a scenario to me where he would have ended up kicking the extra point. That's just a gut call. I have no idea of substantiating that argument. But again, to me, this guy just makes decisions that are mind-boggling throughout. And I think at this point in time, he is second-guessing himself. I I think there's just fear, and he's playing what is the safest route and decided to go with the field goal with Carlson. Remember, they had one block before halftime, and then the one late in the game gets missed by Carlson, who's generally about as reliable as almost any kicker not named Justin Tucker. But this Raiders team, they were fortunate to win this game. Max Crosby played an outstanding game. But you brought up Jordan Love. 
I got to tell you right now, I was watching Jordan Love last night. I go, you know, there's certain times you, you like his mobility, his ability to throw the ball on the run sometimes. And I go, this guy would be great if he was at Alabama. And why? Because he'd have a ton of talent around him and his errors wouldn't be as egregious. In the NFL, when you make these types of mistakes, you're going to make sure your team is drafting a quarterback in the next draft. You just said it with Josh Jacobs just quickly on McDaniels. I like what you said there about him kind of second doubting and doubting himself and second guessing himself. He's a short yardage back. Yeah. It's not a great run defense. Listen, I know he wasn't going crazy last night and Jacobs 20 carries for 69 yards, but they've got one time out of all. There's yeah. two minutes to go. You get a first down. They you ice the game. It's like legitimately a childish basic conversation that you're having amongst your coaches and he chooses to kick the field goal i attempt the field goal i don't care if it's justin tucker i agree with you carlson's awesome but the idea of even making that field goal and not going for it there as far as the probabilities i don't understand the decision at all to substantiate your argument and i agree with you completely remember the missed kick i I believe the kick was 52 yards so now instead of the ball being at the 35 yard line where the original uh, line, line of scrimmage is the ball goes back to the 42 yard line the spot of the missed kick. And so yep. for me, that's another reason why you should have gone for it. Patrick, I thought the way this team played coming in at one and three, great opportunity kind of to say, hey, we're going to establish who we are. We believe in our offense. We believe in our offensive line and Josh Jacobs. Let's go for it here. And even if we fail, the defense is still going to be in a position to bail us out, which they did exactly that. Uh, but I, I just didn't get it. If Box, I said I to a coach, and I was thinking about this when they went to the two minute warning. If I said to you, you've got a yard and a half, maybe two to get for, to win a football game. Or you're going to try a 52-yard field goal. You're going to rely on your defense to prevent the other team from going 75 yards to tie the game and potentially lose it on a two-point conversion. Which one are you taking? I don't know a single person outside. I'm sorry? I'm praying if I'm – if you're saying if I'm the other coach, I'm praying they attempt the field goal, right? Absolutely. If you're Matt LaFleur, that's exactly what you want. And if you're a head coach outside of Josh McDaniels, every other – the other 31 are all taking the scenario I just presented. The game is over. Look. There are certain scenarios um, in the game. I like the fact that Green Bay had run the ball in the first couple downs at the goal line and they didn't get in. That's fine in that third quarter sequence when Dylan brought the ball down. I'm sorry, when Watson got the ball down there deep. Um, You saw this throughout. There was a weekend game over uh, over the weekend that somebody ran the ball three straight times, didn't get in. I don't mind those types of plays. And if Jacobs doesn't make it, he doesn't make it. You live with the result. But I thought this was an opportunity where if you're the Raiders, you have a great opportunity. you got to just take a shot. And if you don't make it, you don't make it. Mid- Bad, basic, those two teams stink. Now, one, we got to give the big guy credit. He did. Now, I compared A.J. Dillon to two-yard Trent Richardson, and that's essentially what he ran for. However, he did have 20 carries, and the big guy went over his carry attempts. So good job by the big guy as far as the prop. The two teams, without Aaron Jones, that is their best player. Without Jones and that depleted offensive front, the Packers are garbage. The Raiders, how about this? The Packers, even without Jones and without an offensive line, to score 13 points against that defense off their performance against the Lions? Dreadful. Now, you got two teams and the Packers and Raiders. The Raiders just, you know, they're two and three. The Packers are two and three. I just went through it for fun. Right now, of the 32, right now in the league, 20 teams have either two or three wins. 
Now you call it parody. You just whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It's just there's a lot of basic teams, and last night you couldn't have watched two more basic teams than the Packers and Raiders. That's really what it comes down to. Well, you're absolutely right about that. I mean, think about this team right now. I just looked at the overall standings. The Steelers are the eighth-rated team based on the head-to-head tiebreakers, what have you. We're only in Week Five, but and then you go all the way down to the bottom here with the Bengals sitting at two and three. These teams are interchangeable. You know, we talked about the Bengals uh, winning the Super Bowl at forty to one. Patrick, a plus four fifty to win this division. I don't understand how they're not a play for people. It's it's mind-boggling how bad the teams are outside of San Francisco, Kansas City, Philadelphia. If you want to throw the Miami Dolphins in there, fine, but the Dolphins didn't look great against the Giants on Sunday. Buffalo leaves a lot to be desired. One minute, the Buffalo Bills look like that run of four straight Super Bowls, beating the hell out of the uh, Miami Dolphins up in Orchard Park. They go, to, they go to London. They might as well have been playing cricket the way they performed against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Speaking of which, you know Marv Levy, I think he just had a birthday. You know how old he is? I want to say 97, 98. My man is pushing trip dubs. He's 98. He still goes out. He's like you. He's out grabbing dinner every night. Sociable. He's doing it all. Marv Levy. I can't. I just. Marv Levy looked 98 40 years ago. So I don't know. I don't just don't know the distinction. All right. All right. We've got football tonight. I will see if the big guy. Tremendous producing by the big guy. I wanted to get you in to talk about AJ Dillon, let you flex a little bit. Sharp money. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, the puck drops tonight on the NHL season, a brand new one. Our hockey betting experts are ready for all the action. 
Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today and get our all-new NHL betting guide featuring previews for all 32 teams, future bets, award picks, and season-long props, first period betting strategies, Steve Mackinan's power ratings, plus best bet articles five days a week once the season starts. This guide is a must-have with key insights and data for both avid hockey bettors and those new to the sport. Give yourself an edge this season and get the VSIN NHL betting guide by becoming a VSIN Pro subscriber today at vsin.com slash subscribe. It's vsin.com slash subscribe. Okay, we got you back here. Some say there's a conspiracy theory going on. Many are reporting that it's Liz. She doesn't like our director. She doesn't like the big guy flexing about all his ATS <laughs> wins lately. So she's cut his mic. The big guy, for him not to get attention and attention dollars for three straight hours here on Sharp Money, is going to be a rough one. He, of course, the producer, Dustin Sweetelson, as we welcome you back. I'm Patrick Maher. Dustin is going to be joining us in just a bit. Amal Shaw, of course, co-host of this fine program. And we were talking yesterday. I don't know if there was residually. We just discussed, of course, the Green Bay Packers and the Las Vegas Raiders. I don't know if there was a buzz in town Uh you know, if you think about it, everybody's get right spot from here on out is going to be the Patriots and the Raiders do get the Patriots coming to Vegas. So an opportunity to go to 500, three and three right now, they're sitting two and three after the win over the Packers last night. The Packers are going to be at the Broncos. So an opportunity for them as well. Was there buzz? I mean, it was as we discussed leading into the matchup, it was a very pro Packer crowd. It got loud in there whenever the Packers did anything of substantial note. Well, you would have thought it was a Packer home game. I mean, Patrick, I don't know how, if you were listening to the audio throughout the game. I was kind of flipping back and forth on the audio between the baseball and the football. And there were times when Green Bay would make a play. You could tell it was a pro Packer crowd. Uh, you never I don't recall ever seeing a large like look away shot that where you saw right. the majority of the green and yellow. But it definitely had a vibe in a field that it was a if it was a neutral site game, it was definitely more Green Bay Packer fans there. And you mentioned the Raiders with an opportunity this Sunday coming up against the Patriots. Man, I'll tell you what, I, I know the Raiders as a team don't think they're out of contention. But what's interesting to me, and I don't know what your takeaway is. This team, when I look at them, there are times when you look at their offense with Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, even Jeremy Garoppolo and Josh Jacobs. You go, these guys are capable of offensively moving the ball against any team in the National Football League. Then there's other times you go, these guys couldn't move it against a high school team. The inconsistency with this Raiders team, whether it be on offense, defense or even special teams, is I think their biggest problem. And we don't even need to get into the head coach and what the scenario there is at this point in time. But that's where, to me, they are just not good enough to show consistency for four quarters. Max Crosby, while he he's generally not in that conversation with the Bosa's mm-hmm. and the Donalds and the Watts, yeah. Amal, he's a complete difference maker when he was when, when he was going like he was last night. He was in the backfield constantly, constant pressures, uh, sacks. I mean, he is just and when you see him in person, when you see Crosby in person, you realize what an athletic freak he is. He is he's a tremendous ball player. You're right. They're a bit of a tease as a team because they do have talent. You know, I was thinking during the first half, Devontae Adams, who's a Hall of Famer. Yep. Um, Garoppolo targeted him once in the first half. Like, what is that? Even even O'Connell last week, you could tell he was just locked in on Adams. And even when you dial in on Adams, he's going to he's going to catch the football. But there was a, a bit. It was disparate, right? In the second half, they started to try to focus on him a little bit more. You've got talent, and Jacobs is a guy that 
obviously last year led the league. It's a team that's got talent. Now you look, Vegas is laying three with New England coming to town. I can't take the three with the Patriots right now. That's a team that's unraveling. You're, you're absolutely right. A few things I want to address that you brought up. Let's start with Max Crosby. Last night, he's got five tackles, a sack, and four TFLs, four tackles for loss. Nick Bosa on the season does not have four TFLs. I mean, this guy was living in the backfield. You would have thought he was lined up offsides on every play the amount of times he was in the backfield for the Green Bay Packers. What a great job he had done. And then you mentioned Devontae Adams. If somebody said to me it's a life or death decision, I, got, I only choose one receiver. My favorite is Justin Jefferson. But I got to tell you, if, if I was testifying in court, Patrick, I still have to go with 17 with the Raiders. This guy I think is I might unstoppable. Too. He's unstoppable. I think I might too. I, I don't understand. I Look, if you're going to throw picks... Why don't you throw the pick in the direction of Devontae Adams? I'd rather be an incomplete pass. He's smart enough and uh, just athletic enough to make a play where he knocks it down if he doesn't catch the ball. This guy just catches everything. He makes plays on balls. You don't think you're even capable of being caught and getting the yardage. He just is an absolute superstar. For so long, I thought he was a byproduct of Aaron Rodgers. That's not the case. This guy is a standalone superstar regardless of who the quarterback is. It's such a rich position, such a fruitful yeah. time for wide receivers in the league right now, because even as you say that Tyreek Hill, the most explosive Jamar yeah. Chase just went for, I don't know, three touchdowns, almost 200 yards receiving over the weekend. You mentioned Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams. We can go on and on. And by the way, Justin Jefferson news here. He's gone to the IR with a hamstring issue. If that team continues to lose because of his contract situation, we may not see J.J. Justin Jefferson again this year, but he's going to miss at least four games. The timeline is undetermined right now. The Vikings are at the Bears this weekend, uh, but he's going to be gone for at least four here, Justin Jefferson. That, that's a huge blow for this Minnesota Vikings team. Right now, when you look at them, had an opportunity against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. I actually agreed with the penalty being picked up in that game against the Chiefs. Didn't think a P.I. should have been called on that play. Uh, Chiefs hold on for the win, I think, 31-24. But real quick, you mentioned Jefferson going to the shelf for four weeks and potentially could get shut down if things go really just off the rails in Minnesota. This goes to the greatness of Mike Evans, Patrick. When you look at Mike Evans, 10 consecutive years over 1,000 yards, think about the consistency, the health, and the ability. And it's not like he played with Tom Brady for 10 years. This guy's done it with a bunch of guys outside of Brady. Most of us couldn't name who played quarterback for Mike Evans for a number of years. J.J.'s career has gotten off to a good of a start as anybody in the history of the National Football League. But that's I was just thinking about when we were talking about great receivers, and I was thinking about Jefferson not potentially reaching 1,000 yards this year. It just shows you how good this position is. We didn't even talk about A.J. Brown. Garrett Wilson's a guy who's like, hey, guys, I got a bounce passer throwing me the football. I don't even have a quarterback like the rest to you guys you can keep on going and going yeah. olave is going to be a freaking stud I, yeah. I totally agree and by the way tampa bay decided they're going to move on from evans who's not a burner either what he's done with just body control and his size has been incredible um three is the number right now in vegas next week for a patriots team that it's just the vibes are weird right now let me just set up the number quickly packers at the broncos so you take a look like Right now, you've got two teams in the Patriots and Broncos. I don't know if you can find two worse teams. Um, you see a number of them all just quickly trying to find that number the, on the Packers at the Broncos. I think, uh, I think you got go, the wrong week on that one. This week, the Broncos are... Um, oh, pardon me. The Broncos the are at the Chiefs. Yep. So Green Bay, mate, they actually... Yeah, so they're headed to their bye. Uh, yeah. Green Bay's headed to their bye. The following week, they'll take on Denver. Um, quickly, you mentioned Justin Jefferson. We were thinking about running the board because injury news coming in hot and heavy in the NFL and something... 
uh, to note. Okay, so Jefferson out for four weeks. Uh, A-Chain, De- uh, Devin A-Chain, who's averaging 12.1 yards per carry. By the way, he's got 38 <laughs> rush attempts, and he's second in the league at 460 yards. The last three games for the speedster there with Miami, 203 rushing yards, 101 and 151. He's gone for... At, Multiple weeks with the knee, so that's one. James Conner, the question as far as the Cardinal running back. Kelsey, high ankle sprain. Um, Richardson's out for a couple of weeks with the the quarterback there with the Colts. Um, Daniel Jones, Jones, optimistic, but he's injured. Kincaid and Knox, the two tight ends with the with the Bills. Uh, Milano, the linebacker. So I'm just throwing out a bunch of names. If there's anybody I've missed, please jump in. But we're heading into that part of the season where all of a sudden the injuries are starting to mount. Yeah, a name that normally wouldn't have been mentioned a few weeks ago, but uh, Tank Dell, wide receiver for the Houston Texans, also uh, he got injured with a concussion in the first half against Atlanta. There, that has an impact on C.J. Stroud and that offense. Uh, Milano, I. I think you mentioned for the for the bills at linebacker but you're absolutely right you're starting to see some key names throughout the course of the season and i'll tell you what daniel jones i know we've been critical of him on this network but the, or at least i should say i have been but the reality of it is they need him i mean who's the backup there tyrod taylor i believe um you know just no consistency for him yep. and I, I thought for a long time tt was the probably the best backup in the league i don't know if that's the case anymore it's interesting patrick in the national Deshaun watson as well amal oh. just quickly on watson yeah who is a big question mark. It looks like if he doesn't play this weekend, it's going to be P.J. Walker. Well, I'll tell you what, P.J. Walker struggled in the preseason this past year. Uh, I, I tell you, this Browns team is in serious trouble. And Kevin Stefanski, this could be kind of the death knell for him. It's not his fault the injuries have impacted them. But without Nick Chubb, without potentially Deshaun Watson, we saw how much DTR struggled against the, against the Baltimore Ravens. Um, it, it's really a critical time for the Cleveland Browns here in a division where they've got an opportunity to make some headway with this defense uh 49ers on deck it's going to be a challenge against that san francisco team who's playing as well as anybody through the first five weeks of the season all right big guy give it a go let's see if we can hear you got me so far so good all right so next segment i'll tease for you this is like when radio djs that played music would play like stairway to heaven to go drop a deuce you guys can go away oh 10 minutes of me Coming back on the other side. You guys don't have to speak. I have a lot to say. You kind of muted me for the last, I don't know, 20 minutes. Sharp money. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, shout to Reggie, shout to Sean, shout to Liz, shout to the crew working their butts off there at the D. And. The crew and you can win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Stop betting in the dark. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com and use the code WINNER and get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Do me a favor, Dustin, look up the series price it adjusted for Major League Baseball right now as we welcome you back. Let's do a little baseball. Got two games. We've got first pitch coming up in about 40 minutes there in Minnesota. They rip home field. You know, if you think about it, Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, I'm Patrick Maher. If you think about it, you got Javier and Sonny Gray today to start there in Minnesota. After Verlander exited game one, Minnesota's dominated this series. 
You're right. Absolutely, you're absolutely Verlander right. Verlander was freaking great in game one, and then they scored. I think they played it four as soon as Verlander got out. Lopez pitched great in game two in Houston, and here we go, Amal, game three today. Minnesota sitting in a good spot. They're in a great spot. Sonny Gray, who to me is arguably their best pitcher in going up against Christian Javier, who has been inconsistent for this Astros team this year. Good opportunity, who Gray had a good postseason start so far already. Uh, Christian Javier is a guy that when you look at it against Arizona, pitched very, very well, had six innings, just the three hits. But Patrick, towards the end of the regular season, just every start, pretty much he's given up three or four earned runs, not going too deep into the games. I think the Twins at home, who generally are a long ball type of team, not going to go station to station, have some pretty good opportunities in this one. Guys, I played the under four and a half in the first five. I was surprised it was a four and a hook. I thought it would be a four flat with the game total being eight flat. Um, so I think that additional half a run with Gray and company. And remember, we're in a best of three now. And you're going to have a short hook on these starting pitchers. You're not going to have the opportunity to start walking two guys and three guys here. Well, Dustin was celebrating. So my assumption is he's right there with you on the first five under. I'm going full game under that eight. So a couple of things. Javier, Javier's had a weird season. Yeah. I think you highlighted it well. I mean, he was dominant last year. He was awesome last year. He was up and down, you know, four, five, six ERA. The whip was elevated. Uh, but he's a big-time pitcher. He, he proved that last year in the postseason. Sonny Gray is a freaking wagon. Sonny Gray, he's going to get Cy Young votes and five scoreless in the wild card round against the Blue Jays. Just an awesome year. 12 lifetime appearances against Houston, a, right around a three ERA. So, uh, again, you're going to have to lay about a dollar. We're showing a dollar seventeen. That's a stale number, right, boys? Because I got a dollar yeah. thirty-six on my board yes. right now and a total of eight. But again. Lopez was great in game two, Dustin, since Verlander left and Verlander is one of the greats. So you have to be fair to the twins that was in Houston since Verlander checked out. The twins have owned the series and here they come back home with home field. Twins have something. And it's kind of annoying because I think all three of us would agree when you look at how they've put together this team, it's like, how? How, how is this working? They're MacGyvering it. It's toothpicks and bubble gum and paper clips. And somehow it's all working for them. They're a really solid team. And as long as Lopez pitches like he did the other night, that gives them length in that, in that rotation. And now they get to throw gray today. Do you understand? You take away the Yankee years from Sonny Gray's career. And we're going, this guy is one of the better pitchers of the last like 10 years. He just couldn't do it in New York for whatever reason. He's got a 2-3-9 career ERA in the postseason. This guy knows what it takes to win big games. He's absolutely going to keep them in this game tonight. And on the other side, Javier is a guy who has a lot of postseason experience from his time being in the Houston rotation and the Houston bullpen. I think he potentially could limit Minnesota, which is why I like that first five under. A couple things I want to address that Dustin just mentioned there. First of all, when he was celebrating the under four and a half, I would have been, it would have been funnier to me if he was like, yeah, I'm on the over four and a half. That would have sounded better. <laughs> uh, but the other thing you talked about, Sonny Gray, this is a guy guys, including the postseason, has made 33 starts this year in 30 of the 33 starts this year, he's given up three earned runs or less. You talk he's about consistency. Awesome. Absolutely. Consistency and battling in situations. And you got to go back to August 19th against Pittsburgh. He gave up four runs. July 17th against the Mariners at Seattle. He gave up five runs. Other than that, this guy has just been outstanding all season long in terms of what he's been able to do. Um, he had a couple of bad, and then they had against the Orioles a bad start on July 8th. But other than that, a battler, and I, I'll tell you what, guys, if you're looking at it from a Twins perspective, and I think this is why you're seeing this number go up, probably not going to give up worse than two runs in five or six innings pitch, turn it over to the bullpen. The only knock I have on Sonny Gray when you try to compare him to the uh, 
uh, who's the big uh, Garrett Cole in yeah. New York and these guys, those guys go Verlander. They go seven, eight innings. I think Sonny Gray sometimes is a six inning guy and that's his detriment. But still, if you told me my starting pitcher in 30 of 33 starts this year is going to go six innings on average and only going to give up two to three runs on average, about two runs, I would sign up for that every for this organization. Just a massive spot. Yep. All of baseball wants them to beat the Astros. Oh, yeah. They go rip home field in Houston you know, it's kind of, we talked about it all year, a bit of a hangover for the Astros. This is just a massive spot. The Twins hadn't won a playoff game in years and years, and you both set it up well. It's a great position to be in with their best pitcher on the ball. Question for both of you. Don't you think, and I hate when this is the scenario, this game is far more important for Minnesota than it is for Houston mm-hmm. for two for reasons. Sure. Strohs have been there. I think what's would the potentially be their seventh consecutive LCS. I mean, Altuve and Bregman have played like 90 postseason games in their career. Yeah. They're not even like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're, I mean, Bregman's still a young guy. Yeah. And, and when you look at it, you've got your best pitcher going in Sonny Gray. This is the game you have to win against what I consider to be out of their top three guys, Verlander, Framber. Totally and agree. Javier, you got to get the win here. Absolutely. No, no. I, I My only fear, I guess, would be is. Are are we underestimating the Astros and that those bats and the potential for them to go off as good as Gray has been with their their experience in the playoffs? Are we underestimating their ability to score? And also Minnesota p- to potentially put up some runs against Javier, who, while I think we all like him as a pitcher, as you mentioned, Patrick, he did not have a good season. He f- he fixed things towards the end, September, yeah. October, but overall did not have a good season. Patrick, real quick, in reference to that, here's my thing. Javier doesn't have margin to pitch poorly today. If he gets into a little bit of a hiccup or a bump, I think Dusty's going to have a quick hook on him, and I think it's going to be more of a bullpen game just based on the fact that you're looking at potential. You've got to win 18 of the next 27 innings if you're the Strohs or the Twins. 55 degrees, first pitch coming up in just about 20 minutes. The Astros at the Twinkies. Man, the Twinkies... Like that, growing up, our age, when Jack Morris went over there, the Twins were legit. Kent back two World Series in five years, '87, and then the great right. one of the greatest games of all time, the '91 Game Seven between Smoltz and Jack Morris. Morris goes what ten innings in that game? Oh, yeah, great. It's, it's it, still to this day. '87 was that '87? Was it? It was '91. Yeah, '87. '87. It was three the, years later. You're right. It was yeah. the second one. Yep. It was great. It's tremendous. I remember where I was. Okay. Even uh, money, by the way, to win the win this series, the Twins. Wow. Minus a dollar twenty on Houston. Surprising. Interesting. Interesting. What's the updated number on the next one? So this is a worst case scenario, nightmare scenario for Baltimore, as of course they lose to at home. Again, very similar, akin to what's happening with the Diamondbacks a couple of years ago. Over 100 losses, just a dream season for Baltimore. Looks like my team is going to go down. But look, the Rangers are so mercurial and all of a sudden they're popping and there's no reason to believe they lose. Evaldi's been tremendous. I I do like a team total. I'm going to go over the four and a half with the Rangers here, boys. But uh, this is critical. Obviously, you lose, you go home. Uh, lose for the Orioles, you, you lose out on a magical season. I don't think they have any pressure going in here because nothing was expected. When I say nothing, I mean relatively. Yeah. Uh, but I think a, a justifiable $1.38 favorite for the Rangers coming home here. Completely agree with you. And I was wrong on Nathan Ovaldi in that matchup against Tampa. I think maybe he found himself again. And he had a couple of hiccups and some late starts against Seattle down the stretch where he gave up 12 earned runs in just eight and a third innings pitch. Guys, if Nathan Ovaldi is the guy that the Rangers had for most of the year, where he was had a 2.7, 2.8 ERA during most of the regular season. I think the Baltimore Orioles are in trouble. And one other thing I want to bring up real quick. You know, I always say John Cooper's the best coach in North American sports. 
But I got to tell you, Bruce Bochy needs to be in the conversation when you talk about Belichick was up there for a number of years. Uh, the guy in San Antonio, uh, Greg Popovich. And then, of course, I mentioned Cooper with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Bruce Bochy's a Hall of Famer. He's won three World Series with the San Francisco Giants. Remember, this team never won a World Series with Barry Bonds and Dusty and all those guys, Jeff Kent. He goes there. He wins in 10, 12, 14. Comes to Texas. Yes, the Rangers updated their team, but they added Simeon and Seager in the middle of that lineup. We saw uh, their two big pitching acquisitions both go to the shelf, neither of them competing in this postseason. And all Bruce Bochy is now a game with three opportunities away from the LCS once again. Absolutely. And Bochy's done a hell of a job. Great year for the Rangers and the Orioles since Bautista has gone down. Yeah. That bullpen just hasn't yeah. been the same. So I'm going to go over the four and a half. I don't I don't expect Mr. Kramer to go deep here. Big guy. I'm going to go over the four and a half a team total on the Rangers. Yeah, I, I'm considering laying it with the Rangers may even go run line and catch that plus price because this is why Nate Evaldi was brought to Texas to win big games in the postseason when it matters. He's had to step up with DeGrom and Scherzer out. He's the guy they're looking to this time of year. And I think for Baltimore, Atlanta was able to come back after getting off to a slow start following their first round bye, but that's because they've been there and done that before. This Baltimore team's never been through that before, and they don't have a bona fide true number one ace to dominate and get them that win in this series. I think they could be completely done. I'm considering the run line. Okay, fair enough. Plus 145 if you do lay the run and a half. Good job. The big guy is back. I'm all Shaw. I'm Patrick Maher. When we return, college football. Got some interesting matchups tonight. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
Don't forget on DraftKings Sportsbook this season, new customers can bet $5 and pocket $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Download the app and use the promo code SHARP when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Let's have some hedging conversations with the big guys. Got a bunch of tickets as far as futures are as baseball is concerned. We welcome you back. I'm Patrick Maher. Hope you're having a nice start to your week. Got a bunch of college football coming up tonight. Playoff baseball. Eh, just about 20 minutes away from first pitch there at Target Field in Minnesota. You know what I was thinking? Because uh, we were having a discussion on Shaw and Dustin Sweetelson, of course, there at the D. We were having a discussion about the crowd yesterday at Allegiant Stadium. And Dustin said he felt like it was a Packer, pro-Packer crowd in the first half, and then maybe a little more juice from Raider fans in the second half. What was hilarious to me is every time they went to the Raiders owner box and your boy was mouth breathing, hanging out with Shorty in the box, and he got so bitter, Mark Davis, just with the cut, the whole thing, he got so bitter when McDaniels decided to try to attempt that field goal. He's like, what the F is he doing? Uh... But also it made me think, uh, does he shop? If Dustin, if you're talking, I can't hear you. If Does he shop at the same store as Jimmy Vaccaro? <laughs> <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys notice that Mark Davis always has that cream white, yep. just basic sweatshirt on? And that is Jimmy Vaccaro has worn nothing but that for since I've known him. Like Facts? a mock, mock turtleneck sort of thing going. You know, you know the like only a cha- old champion sweater. <laughs> that is, a, but that is a boss move, right? Like you just don't care, ever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know he didn't care. You don't. You, don't, you, you, you keep the decisions to a minimum yeah. every single day. Exactly. You just roll out yeah, exactly. and you nepo own a team. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Mark Davis. There was a there was a great there was a great clip today on social of Davis. Apparently, he was at the airport there in Vegas and he was waiting to board his plane. And he was just sitting down that. at a slot machine. Like it that's where you know you're just you're just conditioned as a trained whatever because you're just like, dude, he has more money than he knows what to do with, and he's just sitting there yanking on the one arm bandit <laughs> at the airport. <laughs> it's, is he is he the poorest owner in U.S. sports? Because, you know, like, they, that's how they I don't made, think he has anything liquid, but if he decided to sell the franchise, he'd be one of the richest people <laughs> on the planet. So can, can you can you take out loans against the, the Las Vegas Raiders? Well, that's how P.F. Ba- Chang's ain't expensive. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's exactly how all they, they all do it. Right. That's how they avoid paying taxes. They take uh, loans uh, against the money and the bank lends it to them. It's perfect for everybody. Yeah. It is. It's fascinating. Anyway, 17-13, the Raiders 2-3, and three, the Packers 2-3. Two and three. Two pretty bad, if we're being honest, two pretty bad football teams we watched last night. We'll get to the college football coming up. But, but yeah, you do have some decisions to make. You've got a nice little futures ticket, a big price on the Rangers. I know that. You've got a big price on the Snakes, the Diamondbacks. I know that. So what's the decision here? Yeah, so I'm in a weird spot that I, I am very happy I'm in, but I'd like to uh, lock in some ROI and at least like get off of tickets if I have to um, and at least like not walk away in the negative in the World Series market. So right now, I've got three tickets in Arizona starting uh, 20 to 1 up to 80 to 1 and then with Texas, I've got like seven different tickets on them uh, from 8 to 1 up to 22 to 1. They both pay out about the same. They're both red hot. They're both up in their series. I already bet the Dodgers after uh, Arizona won game one of this series to win that one, I need to now come back the other way with Baltimore in my Rangers bet. And the question is, do I 
when I hedge this, do I go for just the ticket amount or do I go for a little bit more than the ticket amount? Well, I would look at all the numbers in total between everything you've got, how much you've invested, what your potential take back is at the minimum, if so, whichever team wins for you is beneficial. And I would look to make a t potential profit. At the very worst, I would look to break even. And right now, with Baltimore, I would just look to break even because I think the Rangers are in a great spot. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, I don't know where you come out on them on them winning three in a row. It's obviously possible. Remember, we saw the Red Sox do it with Pedro against the Gar uh, now the Guardians, the Indians back in the day. They were down 2-0, and they come back and win. But I, I don't believe Baltimore is going to be able to do it at this point in time. So I would try to just mitigate my liability. I wouldn't be trying to go over and spend more money on the Orioles. Yeah, I concur. What's the price right now? Uh, right now at DraftKings, the Orioles are plus 750. So, I mean, I don't have to put much down there. <laughs> That's a simple play. <laughs> yeah. And your two big plays right now as far as future liability, what? Those are my two big ones is I have a lot. of I have the most money on Texas. I can win the most on Arizona because they're so long at 80 to 1 with my first bet there. Um, and then the only other ticket I have is the Phillies. And the Phillies would basically just cover all of my World Series tickets if they won. I wouldn't be up if they won. Okay. You're in a good spot. You're in a good spot. You can go game Feel to good. game. Oh, you know, I, I want to quickly touch on some college football because actually it's so funny. I, I've watched Coastal Carolina, App State, Louisiana Tech, Middle Tennessee State, Liberty, and Jacksonville State more than I've watched Georgia and Michigan this year. <laughs> so I feel like I feel very well versed to discuss these teams. Not that I won a bunch on them, but I want to start with the early one and I can't quit Louisiana Tech. I know how bad they are. Trust me, they're just not as bad as Middle Tennessee State. So here we go. The number Middle Tennessee State's lane three. I I've watched La Tech, who's three and four nonstop. They're ter Here's the thing you need to know about Louisiana Tech. They're terrible on offense. They do have a tremendous pasty, and that's going to be important here. They can't stop the run. OK, here comes Middle Tennessee State. The one thing they can do is throw the football. And so I think Louisiana Tech mitigates that some with their secondary. Middle Tennessee State can't run the football. La Tech can't stop the run. They score Middle Tennessee State just 20 points per. They've got a terrible defense. Okay, they give up a ton. One of the worst defenses in all college football, that being Middle Tennessee State. La Tech's the better team. I have to take the three. I keep trying to take with the Bulldogs, and I'm going to come back to it here, boys. Uh, if you wanted to look to the under, I wouldn't blame you, but I'll take the three with La Tech, who I just think is the better team on the road tonight. I'll go one step further. I took Louisiana Tech on the money line plus 130. This Middle Tennessee team is one in five. There's no business of them being a favorite right now. I know this game is in Murfreesboro, but when you look at this team, Vataino, or I might have mispronounced his last name, the quarterback, nine touchdowns, six INTs. That's way too many through, so far through six games. I, I just don't think this team is consistent enough. You mentioned Louisiana Tech, but look, they've played some pretty decent opponents along the way. Lose by three to North Texas. Nebraska beat them by 14. You know, it's funny. I've been very critical of Nebraska. This team's going to wind up in a bowl game this year. And you yep. look at SMU, no shame in losing to an offense. Rhett Lashley's teams are always very good offensively. Lost to Western Kentucky. We know how good Austin Reed and company are. If they can just slow down the Blue Raiders, who I think are a little bit more balanced than Louisiana Tech on offense, I think the Bulldogs' defense is good enough to be able to negate what they do in this game. And then if you get Harrison involved, he's been tremendous. Smoke Harris had a great year, almost 500 yards receiving so far for this Louisiana Tech Bulldogs team. Patrick, forget the three for me here. I'll go plus one. 
130 on the money line. Right. At some point in time, the odds makers have to realize it's the old Bill Parcells, Bill Parcells line. You are what your record is. Middle Tennessee is one in five. They had probably one of the best spots in college football this year at home to beat an opponent in Colorado State, coming off one of the most emotional games we've seen all season against the Buffaloes. They get up early. They blow that game. The Rams win that game. This is a game where Louisiana Tech wins, in my opinion. I'll give you a number that you brought up, Nebraska. Dustin, last Friday we sat here. Nebraska was catching three at Illinois in this exact spot. Nebraska, the better team going on the road at Illinois, outright winner. They were in the La Tech spot that Amal just mentioned as far as money line. I'll take the three. He'll take the money line with the Bulldogs. How about you? I considered both of those bets. I think I'm going to end up taking the points to be safe here just because La Tech is a frustrating team to watch this year. But I have no issues with going plus a dollar thirty on them. Look, Middle Tennessee is also coming off a game where they blew a twenty-three to seven halftime lead against Jacksonville State. And I know Jacksonville State made a quarterback change during that game. That doesn't matter. You're up twenty-three to seven. At you got to figure figure out a way to win that game. A couple things to your point. It's not even just the fact that they got beat in the second half with a 23-7 lead. They gave up 38 points. That means they're basically scoring every time they've got the football. Six possessions they scored on in that second half. That's just an indictment of what Middle Tennessee is. To Zion Webb, a quarterback completing less than 50% of his passes this year. Like, their defense is atrocious. They may throw the ball a lot, but they do not finish drives. They are really bad at finding the end zone. So they have the 17th highest pass rate in the country, but they're just 87th in passing success rate. They can't run the ball. They don't score. Uh, their defense allows a lot of people to score. They're 127th in the nation in opponents finishing drives against them. Absolutely, LaTex the answer. Whoever's at quarterback, it's Bachmeyer, it's the other kid, it doesn't matter. As long as they're throwing it to Smoke Harris, he is dynamic enough by himself to get them a couple of touchdowns tonight. By the way, two, two teams that, you know, undefeated in conference usa play liberty and jacksonville state just quickly on this one rich rod has two quarterbacks and chadwell has one and slater to me that's the difference in this matchup liberty at jacksonville state liberty's laying six and a half not sure if i'm willing to lay the six and a half however i am looking at the under both teams rely heavily on the run game two very good defenses with liberty and jacksonville state uh quickly i'll go under the 58 and a half you two have a play here not on this game uh i like the under as well considering liberty first half minus three a hook jack state can't score with them there it is okay speaking of college football good job boys when we return we'll talk a little college football this dude's entertaining brooks austin fan nation director of recruiting joins us next asking the right questions can greatly impact your future especially when it comes to your finances So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. 
from memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long. Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.